is a little counting when I uh, hit play now because I've been using this thing to actually record music, try to get some uh, some layers down and some some different chunks of sections and practice. Oh, sorry about that. Practice uh, getting uh, functional on the software and clicking through all the buttons to make cool things happen with the music the looping feature, you know, record a little segment and then loop it and extend it out uh, and uh, all that fun stuff that uh, facilitates home recording and evolving the home recording game. Um, so yeah, it's Garrett Anderson coming at you live Wednesday evening, December 28th, 2016. Uh, it's almost 2017. Happy New Year, everybody. Almost. Um, 2016 was a hell of a year, huh? Um some interesting uh, goings on in uh, 2016 wonder how that'll look in the history books um, let me click this follow along button so I can see the waveform cool sitting at uh, at my piano and at my computer in the guest bedroom which is uh, now has a bed in it it used to be my music space but now it's the uh, the guest bedroom and uh, that's that's good it's still my music space um, I'm looking around behind me and, you know, there's a bed, a couple pieces of furniture, but I've still got the piano set up here. My guitars are kind of out and ready to ready to use. And then when I need to, I can tuck it all away. Obviously, the piano stays out, but it kind of looks nice, you know. Um, and then uh, it's a bedroom again. So, you know, I'm not quite as sprawled out as before. And I think it's good. It's one of those, like, do you keep your desk clean or messy or, like, somewhere in between? Maybe while you're working on a project, you keep it a little bit haphazard and, you know, you want things to be accessible at, uh, at a reach, you know, or, or at a glance. Um, but then other times you're like, okay, that project's done. Let's clean that all up. Tuck it away where it's stored, you know, for safekeeping until you need it. And then you pull it back out and you keep going from there. Um, so, yeah, I'm just trying to embrace that let's tidy up let's tidy up um clear off the desk a little bit 2016 see you later clear off the uh the desk there um keep the essentials out try to figure out some piano um was working on uh unforgettable last night really interesting compositions and melodies in there beautiful tune but uh so yeah carrie fisher just passed away and uh, 2016, uh, you know, at the end of the year here, everyone's like, oh my gosh, you know, so many celebrities passed away in 2016. And um, part of me, I'm, I'm wondering, is it always like that? And we're just reacting to it to a greater degree um, this year because of, you know, social media and just sort of our pop celeb co uh, culture that we have. It's, it's obvious. And, uh, and not to downplay that we did lose some, you know, icons uh prince and bowie and uh you know carrie fisher's the latest but it, it just goes on and on uh the list is quite quite massive but part of me is like you know what these are these are really just people like a lot of people die every year and by a, f a function of demographics you know when you have a bigger population of older people you're going to experience an increase in the number of people that die so proportionally you know the number of celebrities to the populace um used to be zero right there used to be no celebrities there was just like tribes and maybe like the chief was the celebrity um but uh so proportional the, the the number of celebrities made up a much smaller proportion of the population because we didn't have massive connectivity and massive communication at our fingertips 
Um, and now with the cult of personality and with pop culture and globalization of Western modern, uh, you know, pop culture, there was a boom in celebrities, right? So perhaps it's just that the proportion of celebrities now makes up a bigger portion of all people. So it seems like more celebrities are dying when in fact, you know, part of the dynamic is that we created more celebrities in the first place to therefore pass away and be noticed and celebrated. And, you know, God, uh, you know, God bless them. You know, I think it's really good that there's an outpouring of love and support and disruption, you know, to, to people's um, how they feel and, and, and how they exist. Uh, when someone passes away, I think that's a very healthy thing to do. You know, we do want to celebrate uh, human life and achievement. Um, I don't know, I get a, I get a little judgy thinking about, you know, like, there's a lot of outpouring of love on Facebook. And it's like, you know, you, you didn't talk about Carrie Fisher once in the last, you know, 9,000 Facebook posts. So how, how big of a deal is it really, you know? Um, uh, no, I mean, and that sounds so harsh, but I'm just saying, like, you didn't know her. Uh, she wasn't, she wasn't your sister or your mom. Like, yeah, that would be a big deal, right? That person's a big deal in your life. But uh, if it's a celebrity, I don't know. I, I just feel a little more emotional distance, I guess. I'm not quite as uh, as torn up. Let me think. I mean, uh, Prince and Bowie, uh, you know, that, that was pretty big. Uh, One-two punch there in the music world. Uh, Merle Haggard passed earlier this year, I believe, as well. So just um, a lot of people uh, checking out. I saw this really funny thing on Facebook, though, uh, that was... Um, or maybe it was a repost of a tweet or something, but it was like, all right, so clearly David Bowie has created an alternate, alternative universe and is uh, selecting his uh, his favorite people to come along with him, um, which was kind of a, a cheeky way of looking at it. But uh, so yeah, so see you 2016, uh, fairly well. What what's in store for you for 2017? You know, is the turning of the of the year an interesting uh, big event for you? Um, or is it uh, no big deal? Are you uh, one of the resolution people? Um, I don't know. Hold on just a sec. Getting a little dry mouth. Got a little nervous jitters turning the microphone on for this one again. Um, but, uh, yeah, so um, I did want to circle back and, and uh, highlight some stuff about the Grand Canyon. I think I shortchanged you on that one. And uh, in the spirit of the year coming to a close and self-reflection, um, I did want to uh, make amends and fill in a couple highlights from the Grand Canyon in, in more detail. I think last time all I said was like, oh, you just got to go. And uh, that was kind of a cop-out. Should a 2017 uh, resolution be not to burp on the on the live at you podcast? It is a seltzer water burp. Um, you know, it's only uh, 5.20 here in the evening. Arizona time. Um, I do want to also discuss uh, a little bit having my parents over for Christmas. Um, that's what motivated the guest room to turn into... Um, or, or, you know, the, the music sprawling space to turn into the tidy guest room with a little bit of music stuff around. Um, and, uh, you know, really great to see my parents. Um, and then uh, also uh, just kind of circle back to the Me Now movement. Um, Andrew Bustamante was my guest uh, last week, um, which was really cool. Or not last week, but uh, last podcast. And uh, it was neat to have a conversation. I do owe you an apology if you uh, tuned into that one the levels were pretty off. Um, I had Andrew much louder than myself. And if you do it with headphones on, um, it, it wasn't too, too bad. You could, uh, 
you know, wasn't wasn't too bad, but I did what I could in terms of editing. And if somebody wants to propose a way to um, edit that down even even closer and more in balance, um, you know, short of uh, doing the volume envelope is which uh, what I kind of ended up doing. But uh, because Andrew's signal was so much louder than mine, it was picking up like the sm- smacking of his lips and uh, you know his breath while I was speaking. So I couldn't I could only turn myself up so far. Um, and uh, anyway, uh, sorry, um, <laughs> excuses, excuses, but uh, no, I do I apologize for that. And it just comes with the learning, the learning curve of, uh, of the podcast and, and having him be a, a guest on it. Uh, but yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll wrap up with that. Um, so let's, let's dive into the Grand Canyon. Um, not literally. You take one step at a time into the Grand Canyon. You do not dive in. Um, we're diving in, you're diving in. Um, I've got a tune called Diving In, and uh, it's, uh, it's a groovy little surf folk tune. And, uh, in fact, why don't I, why don't I strum a couple bars? I do have a guitar over here. Um, and then we'll talk about the Grand Canyon. But first we'll talk about not diving into the Grand Canyon. Let's get adventurous. And we could tangle on. The fiber of experience will shape itself to us and leave a trace of what otherwise would never be. Like diving in the water, you'll forever change the sea. It'll be dangerously sweet. Get swept right off your feet But falling ain't flying, my friend So beware Yeah, where you're diving in You're diving in You're diving in Where you're diving in Diving in Diving in Gotta believe in yourself enough to be you So you can let someone else believe in you too You gotta believe in yourself enough to be you So you can let someone else believe in you too And we'll never have to wonder what we got ourselves in This mess ain't second best, so old it be what it is And it'll be dangerously sweet mm-hmm. You could get yourself swept right off your feet mm-hmm. But falling ain't flying, my friend So beware Diving in, diving in. Where you diving in, diving in, diving in. Mm-hmm. You gotta believe in yourself 
Enough to be you so you can let someone else believe in you too. You gotta believe in yourself. Enough to be you so you can let someone else believe in you too. And we'll never have to wonder what we got ourselves in. This mess ain't second best, so let it be. Little diving in there, a little impromptu diving into the Grand Canyon. So don't dive into the Grand Canyon. You take one step at a time. Um, the one thing that I forgot to bring was my poles. I had a, a pie, you know, my pile of jackets, and he helped me f figure out what to pick. And uh, I forgot my pole. Um, uh, so uh, he had three working poles. So we shared three poles between us. Um, sorry, I popped the mic again. My bad. Bad Garrett. You should be ashamed. You are guilty of making a pop on the microphone. Um, so yeah, we had three poles between us. He let me have two poles for most of the way. Uh, it was really important to pack up your water, pack up all your food. We had meals planned out, had some yummy stuff. Um, and uh, what do we do? So I'm nervous without getting an injury. Right, I don't want to hurt myself. I don't want to die. All right, so let's start there. I don't want to die. Let's get through this experience without dying. That's like the base level achievement right there, right? That's the definition of success that we're working with. <laughs> and once you have success defined, then you can define failure as the, the opposite of success, which would be death. So basically, if I don't die, if I don't get fired or lose, you know, break up with my wife uh, and lose my family for some reason, I don't know how that, how that could come out of a Grand Canyon trip, but, um, you know, <laughs> maybe, maybe we get in trouble and we're in, like in serious wilderness situation for like a month. I don't know. My family would stick it. How long would my family stick it out? If I was gone for like maybe like six months, would then it start becoming? Oh, man. So that that's actually a weird concept that I've been kind of playing with in my head sometimes is the uh, um, person is thought to be deceased and then they return to their life. Like, how do people react and adjust? Like, what if it was like years? You know, it's like, oh, my God, you're still alive. Um, and then they have to like, you know, deal with that reality of the experience. But uh, that's, that's, uh, I don't think about that much, but it did inspire this, uh, this tune of mine called Wild Eyes. Um, and uh, it's part of the Ophelia Project, um, which is, uh, oh my gosh, I'm just dropping plugs in left and right. The Ophelia Project, that's kind of low, low key. That's underground shit. You got to check that out. Um, if you want to, if you want to hear the Ophelia project, let me know and I'll shoot you a direct link. It's posted somewhere, but it's private. So, uh, um, and I'm, I don't, it's just kind of this weird, uh, folk opera thing that I put together, um, it, with an idea of a man going off and serving in the military, um, uh, for, for some sort of conflict. And then, um, it, it mostly centers around the family dynamic that go, that happens with that, um, and uh, it was an ambitious little folk opera that I put together for myself on acoustic guitar. I don't even know if I could play through it. Um, at this point, I would have to relearn it. But, um, but yeah, back in the day, my buddy Howie helped me record that. You can hear his dog, Sierra, barking in the background of the recorder. Ah, oh, Sierra was great. Yeah. Um, so anyway, back to the Grand Canyon. I don't want to get phys physically injured. I don't want to die, right? That's success. 
Um, and I'm like, I want to be very sensitive to taking my steps carefully, you know, making sure my balance is over my center of gravity, making sure my knees and ankles are only taking as much of a beating as they have to, right? Uh, don't have the strongest joints in my family. In fact, kind of on some of the scrambling downhill, at one point I did sort of that that move where you've got your hands below you, you're descending. So um, I think it's called a dip <clears throat> at the gym. So like when you dip and you're holding on with your arms and then you dip your body down, I was supporting my weight with my arms and my shoulder and I actually kind of tweaked my left shoulder was as I was going down, which was a bummer. Um, I was like, oh man, a little rickety little rickety but uh, the legs held in and the feet held held together good enough but here's what happened with the feet my buddy was like be very careful he was like if you feel a hot spot and like there's some friction and some rubbing and maybe some some blistering happening on your toes let's stop you know take your socks off let your feet breathe for a minute maybe throw a band-aid on there and then uh, get back to it try to prevent a blister at all costs basically um, or, or don't you know don't tough yourself through it be proactive about it um, so he said, you know, let me know. We'll stop. Blah, 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 blah. So we're about halfway down, three quarters of the way down. And I'm like, oh man, you know, I do kind of feel something going on. Or we were probably halfway down by that point. We weren't three quarters of the way down, but I was starting to feel something in my toes and in my socks. And I was like, oof, man, this one toe is getting real, uh, real sensitive. And as my shoe was, you know, certain types of steps, I was like, oof, you know, so at first I tried to just cognizantly, you know, with awareness, uh, clench up my toes so that they were in a different shape and sliding around in my foot and against each other in a different shape and I was like okay that's kind of fine so if I can just be aware of it and kind of just protect that spot the way I'm stepping and the way I'm holding my foot then maybe I can avoid that you know that from being a problem Uh, so I try that for you know maybe a, a half mile or so and I'm like, ah, we had an excuse to stop anyway. And I was like, you know what, man? Like, I am getting a little bit of some pain in my foot. So, yeah, next time we stop, I'm definitely going to take off my boot and check something out. I check it out. Um, the boots were great. The boots and the socks were excellent. But what had happened was, um, and it's funny because I had just bragged about, uh, I'm really glad I clipped my toenails uh, to, to my buddy on the trail as we were getting started. I said, I'm really glad I clipped my toenails so that, you know, I, I, you know, they're, they're nice and clean and, and out of the way for hiking around. Um, I'm not going to have that issue where like, if you let your toenail grow a little too far and it's jamming against your shoe, you'll get that in the bed of your toenail kind of soreness. Ugh, gross, right? That's, that's preventable. So let's keep our, keep our nails, uh, hygiene. Uh, let's do some hygiene here and keep our nails nice and, uh, nice and trimmed back. So I was, I was boasting about that, that I, oh, I'm so smart. I thought about doing that because, you know, I was, wasn't feeling terribly confident. I'm somewhat in an inexperienced hiker um, in terms of backpacking. I'd never done it before. So um, I was like, I know enough and I've got good instincts. So I'm going to celebrate my instincts like trimming my toenails. Lo and behold, on my middle right, so on my right foot, the middle toe, the one to the right of the big toe, um, was getting sliced up by the ring toe on my right foot the little nail in the corner was angled towards my... So those two toes were kind of crunching together. They kind of angle off to the right together. And my ring toe at the top left corner of the... I'm Now I've, I've got to pull my foot out of my slipper to do this, demonstrate to myself so I can speak it through. Um, 
my uh, the upper left-hand corner nail of my ring toe was digging into the you know the right side of my middle toe. They were rubbing up against each other just enough for that nail to slice open a little snippet, and give me a tiny cut on my middle uh, my middle toe. So it was bloody. I had a little bit of bloody sock going on. And uh, it's like, fuck, that sucks. So, um, whoops, didn't mean to do that and must have let it go a little longer than I should have. Um, so I'm like, all right, no big deal. Hey, at least it's not a blister. My boots are working. They're holding up great, you know, for like never hiked in before. They were holding up fantastic. And um, we, uh, so I'm like, you know what? Let me wrap up these toes. So I wrapped them in some medical tape. What I didn't realize, and this is why I'm going through the lengths, the long lengths of telling you the story, is that um, the medical tape then started rubbing against my big toe. So, right, my middle toe is wrapped, my ring toe is wrapped in medical tape, and they're protected. But what I didn't think about was my big toe next to my middle toe was getting raw from the medical tape. We hiked the rest of the way down, and I'm fe- I feel it. And I'm like, you know what? It, it's probably just that same spot that's kind of still, still heat, you know, hot and, and painful. Um, lo and behold, it was this whole other spot. My big right toe, I just chewed off, like, so much skin. It looked like an immediate terrible blister that had popped. Like there was no skin even there to like bubble up. I just sheared off the skin because of the friction of this medical tape. Um, if it even was medical tape, now I'm starting to question if that's really what it was, because it, uh, it chewed us up. I mean, it wasn't duct tape. Well, how many different tapes are there? It wasn't duct tape. It wasn't uh, packing tape, like moving tape, mailing tape. Um, medical tape. Um, not counting, like, audio tape, right? Used to record to tape and videotape. Audio tape and videotape. That's kind of smart. They took the they took the concept of the record because we had vinyl records, right? And they said, well, what if we just you know cut it in a big um, spiral and then laid it out and then played it through the needle like that? Oh yeah, okay. That's a really natural extension. I've been trying to challenge myself to think a little bit more in terms of mechanics and engineering and stuff. Um, in a couple of um, episodes of my girls shows and and in their books I was noticing when they were using simple machines to accomplish things um, uh, you know like um, pulleys and levers and uh, those sorts of things Um, screws right simple machines it's just like if you let things in this physical space interact like this you're gonna actually turn this force, you know, force going this way into a force going that way. And it's useful, it's a tool. It's like the fundamentals of mechanics, right? So I, uh, I've been trying to think more in those terms to just kind of like exercise that part of my brain because it, it may not be the most natural for me. But uh, anyway, I digress. So the medical tape, there's gotta be more types of tape than I described, right? Tapes, think about different kind of tape. Athletic tape, yeah, roll, yeah, tape up an ankle, hmm, yeah, so medical tape chewed up my big right toe, and it was, it was gnarly looking, but the cool thing was, was because it wasn't a blister, once I removed the tape, and, and, and let my, my toe heal up a little bit, and just put my sock on, 
it wasn't a problem because it wasn't friction. It wasn't rubbing there like naturally. So um, my toes were, they ended up being fine. It was a non-issue, but it did kind of look gnarly. And it took a, a while to heal because this there was so much skin missing. But it was like so much skin missing, but not bleeding. You know, it just took off that top layer of like callousy, old, dried, dead, gross toe. And then plus a little. Like it wasn't just like getting a pedicure, um, which I do get from time to time. You know, it's like a not, like not every year, but every once in a while, I'll go get a pedicure. It's nice, nice and relaxing. Although I do get nervous that the, uh, um, the pedicurist, uh, they'll like tap me on the leg and I won't know what to do. Um, that's a weird anxiety that I carry around. I always want to know what to do next. And it's like, uh, no, I, I, I want to anticipate what's going to happen. Hmm, weird. Self-reflection 2016. Happy New Year, everybody. It's almost 2017. Oh, my God. It's going to be crazy. Get used to seeing President Trump and all that fun stuff. Um, so the toes were an issue, but but kind of a non-issue. And then we're down there, and we unpack our bags. We get uh, camp set up. Um, my deltoids, my like right above my shoulders, were so, so tight and so sore and tired from carrying the pack all the way down. Um, it was a beautiful hike. Oh, real quick, um, my buddy took a little stumble on the way down, and it was like a little scary, you know. He just ended up um, chewing up his knees and elbows a little bit, but um, you know, when you've got a pack on and you're going downhill and you fall, it's it's just you know this, or even just a stumble where you end up falling down. You know, it's a little scary. Um, we weren't near any edges, so I don't want to overblow how scary it was, but it was just scary in in terms of like you know getting a little bit older and when you fall there's the potential of like hitting your head or or smashing your face you know i don't i didn't want my buddy's face to get smashed on a rock um he was okay he bounced back really well we did end up taking a break so that he kind of catch his breath and get his bearings and make sure he was okay just kind of ease back into the hike but uh so we had a little ham sandwich um and then uh hiked the rest of the way down i let him have both poles after that though he was like you know what i will take two poles i <laughs> said sure man careful <laughs> steady as she goes um so it, when he fell i was immediately like just like oh boy like all right so how you doing man you you good like because we're three and a half miles into a five mile hike and uh wait was it five mile seven mile seven mile hike six and a half so like three miles into a six and a half mile hike or, or maybe even four at that point we're like four miles into a six and a half mile hike and he he takes a fall and i'm like well shit i don't know the path uh all the way back down um well, i've been up there uh, you know god forbid something should happen to him would i go up or would you know would i go down would i stay with him depending upon how bad it is and uh <laughs> i'm getting looks from uh from my wifey my wifey we're having some company over this evening so a little socializing to wrap up the year and while everybody's kind of in chill holiday mode um but uh yeah hold on just a sec let me uh let me pause this and see what's up and i wasn't on the software so now i'm gonna pause it all right uh where was i Oh, my kids are singing downstairs. That's cute. I can hear it in my headphones. Um, Shiny! We've been singing a lot of Moana music around here lately. Um, really good soundtrack. Really fun movie to see with little girls. 
Oh, yeah. Um, so my buddy took his spill, and I was checking on him, making sure he was okay. Um, you know, we were walking down the Grand Canyon. And uh, it's reminding myself what the story was. Remember that time you walked down the Grand Canyon? Oh, we were walking into the Grand Canyon, and boy, was it grand. Um, it was so quiet. When you stopped hiking and just stood there and took in the view, it was so quiet. Unlike me saying the word quiet that just popped again. Apologies. I got to get my windscreen out for this. Every week it's something different that I'm like, oh, you know what would be an improvement on this? We got to do this next time, which is good, right? Progress. We love progress. Humans love the idea of progress. We hold it up as an ideal. Progress. Moving forward. Evolving. Maturing. Um, and uh, so my buddy falls. And he's okay. But I go, well, now is probably the wrong time to ask. But, you know, better late than never. What would we do in an emergency situation? Would I want to go down? Would I want to go up? You know, do I just stay with you even if you're, like, unconscious? Um, what if you're losing blood? What if one of, us, one of us gets a snake bite? You know, some of that sort of, like, what if? Um, and how would you how would you handle it? And he was like, well, you know, I would probably tell you at this point in the hike, it'd be best to go down um, because we're, we're closer and because down at the river you're bound to run into some boaters. And I was like, oh, really? And he was like, and boaters usually have satellite phones. So while our phones didn't have service, that was the other thing that kind of lend it, lend, lend itself to um, the fearfulness of the situation was that we couldn't call out. You know, it was just him and me and our own wits and our own bodies and getting through this situation. There was no calling in or calling out, you know. No cell phone service down there. So down at the river... Um, even if you had to spend the night, the next day, you'd be almost guaranteed to have boaters come by with satellite phones. And that's your, your best bet to just hunker down at camp down, down there and, uh, and, and just keep your ear out for the boaters and try to flag them down and get some rescue emergency safety, um, to come help you. But, uh, God forbid you needed to do that. Um, so yeah, I was like, shit, we like, we really should have had like a little bit of a onboarding, um, talk before we started or, or at the top of the hike, you know, just in case anything happens, here's some good stuff to do. But, uh, um, yeah, so we got through that and, uh, we did talk about it a little bit more because I had the same thought at the time. I was like, oh shit, like I should have asked you this before. Um, <laughs> after you've, after you've fallen, let me ask you what to do when you fall. Um, that kind of thing. So, but I guess you, I mean, you could cover so many different, you know, basic safety stuff. Let's not, let's not run down that rabbit hole of, of all the what ifs. Like you could get caught up in that, but just do the basic safety stuff. Um, and, uh, one of the coolest things about being down at camp and we had this little beachy camp, um, was that everything matters again. Like, you know, you only have what you brought and, uh, my buddy was really proud of his trick, having the beers uh, tethered to a tree and in the uh, water to keep them cold. But, like, it's just so cool that everything matters again. Um, you only have what you brought. Uh, the food matters. You know, once you get down there, you're assessing how much water you have. You start, uh, you take a, a little collapsible bucket and you scoop up the water, set it aside to let it uh, settle. And... Um, 
and then uh, you use the clear water at the top to um, to boil, right, um, or filter, and then that's your water. You know, so we were drinking out of the Colorado. Uh, that matters. You know, it's like if you if you're putting a water bottle down, you want to make sure the top is on. Because if somebody knocks it over by accident, you're going to be like, that's why there's a top on that. Because it matters. It would suck to spill water right now. And, um, and uh, you know, if he, he had this little seasoning container um, where he had his salt and pepper and maybe a little bit of, like, cayenne or something. And it was like, shit, like, spices, man. Spices are cool. Like, we have this. Like, it matters now. You know, like, in your day-to-day, it's just like, oh, yeah, throw some salt on there. A little salt and pepper, no big deal. But down there, you only have what you brought. Again, like recurring theme, and it all matters. Another recurring thing. Like everything mattered down there. Um, if you stubbed your toe, like, you know, if you get a little injury, it matters. Um, he obviously had to rinse out his wounds and make sure that he wasn't going to get infected by, by, you know, through his scraped elbows and scraped knees. Um, uh, that was a little painful to watch him have to do. He was just like scrubbing his, his wounds. I know that had to hurt, but uh, he was tough about it because he knew it mattered right? Uh, there wasn't just a minute clinic down the road or, uh, you know, an ER, um, to, to go to. And, uh, it was really, really cool. It was really, really cool to be in that situation where everything mattered and you knew that your objective was to get out alive and you knew that there was no way you were not going to achieve that. You know, you were absolutely going to achieve that objective. There was no way you were not going to achieve it is what I was trying to say. And, um, yeah, so that was really spectacular. Um, the views were obviously amazing. The weather, the weather cooperated, um, except it did rain on us on the way out. But we uh, got to see a rainbow um, on the way out, which was very beautiful. So it rained, which so this is funny. Speaking of everything matters, and me being a little bit inexperienced, one of the bonehead things I did was um, we had some filtered water, uh, three liters of it, in a big Camelback uh, bladder, right? Uh, you know, kind of ready to go. It was all filtered out. The, uh, the the cap was on it, and uh, my buddy was like, "Hey, we'll stash this in your bag. We'll pack up as much of um, pack up as much of our bags as we can um, going in uh, to uh, going to sleep Sunday night." Um, so we hiked down on Saturday, um, spent the the day on the beach Sunday, and then hiked out Monday. Is that right? No, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Hiked out Sunday. Ah, shit, I'm getting that mixed up. But uh, either way. Um, we uh, the day we were hiking out um, the night before, he said, "Let's pack up as much uh, of our bags as we can here. Put this water in your pack. We'll pack up everything else. Blah 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 blah. Put our packs in the tent. So in the morning, all we have to do is get up, make ourselves a breakfast, pack up our tent, and then we're pretty much ready to hit the hit the trail." Um, and uh, I said, "Okay, cool." So I put my bag in there, and then we're doing whatever. We're getting ready for bed, laying down our stuff. Well, we we crash in the tent. Uh, it is raining a little bit. Uh, by that point in the evening and we're we're going to bed it was funny you go to bed at like seven o'clock because there's you know it gets dark and you you only want to hang out in the dark so long and you're tired from from a fun day um so we were crashing and uh he goes uh uh a real quick text message did i buy more propane i have not yet um did did you buy more propane um hmm. Maybe the wife is thinking about grilling something tonight. Yum. Um, so 
we're we're sitting there in the rain and uh, or laying down in the dark in the rain and and my buddy's like man what what is so wet why is my why is my shit wet he was like wait why is my up up near where he was it was getting wet and he kind of like he springs to i kind of spring to i realize yeah there's some dampness in the tent and uh and he's like oh shoot is the rain coming in somewhere and he checks all the seams and he's like wait no there's it's not the rain and then he, he follows the source of the water and he picks up my pack and that three liter camelback that bladder that i had stuffed in my backpack um the seal on on the cap wasn't tight and it was leaking ever so slightly and over time um, it accumulated to quite a bit and I only had like a liter and a half or two liters left in that pack in that camelback and now the inside of our tent is wet and the irony is is that you know the only reason we were in the tent was because it was raining so we were trying to stay dry and uh, you know, we even end up having to use like our t-shirts and like, we don't have very much available material right to mop this water up or do anything with it so you know you grab your clothes your your dirty clothes or your spare clothes and you kind of sweep the water out and do the best you can to, to dry it up and you know um it was a bummer because then you've got wet clothes that you're hiking out in your pack and that adds to the weight of the pack so that sucked uh water is scarce and we had done a lot of work to filter all our water and, and save it up for the next day um to hike out and then i just spilled a bunch you know it was like oh I was really boneheaded and I was like, fuck. And he was like, dude, it's not a big deal. We, you know, we'll get through it. He was really, really supportive. Didn't make me feel bad at all. He was like, you know what? It actually, it's my fault because I didn't put that, you know, I, I did the fil filtering and you picked up a bag with the, the cap already sealed. Um, so he was like, I should have checked it and made sure that the seal was good um, before just leaving it there. So we, we, you know, both took our share of the blame and moved on and it wasn't a big deal. Uh, but, uh, so the next day, luckily it, it, the rain rains overnight, takes a break in the morning. We were able to, um, eat some breakfast, um, a little bit of oatmeal, a little bit of coffee, and then, uh, uh, packed up our packs and started hiking and then it started raining again which was fine. It kind of motivated us through the first section of the hike and got us going, kept us cool. Um, it was a little bit chilly, um, and uh, the, the elements were real. Like, as we were hiking up, there was, like, a thunder boom that was, like, you know, um, really big thunder boom. I've noticed as I listen back on other podcasts, I enjoy these little sound effect moments that I get into where I'm like, but a, a big thunder boom um, happened while we were hiking out, and I was like, oh, man, I really hope this storm isn't bad. And it was just heavy rain, and as we got toward the top, it, it got a little uh, windy as well and, and colder as you're hiking out. So we were definitely layering up, and then um, you know, I had my, my raincoat, and we had our, our, our uh, you know little rain covers for the bags. Those were really helpful, obviously, also. Um, so we were, we were hooked up. We had the right gear. Um, my, my gloves got shredded. They were so cheap, too cheap of gloves to wear on a trip like this. This, tr this trip requires some, some quality material. Um, my gloves were falling apart and getting wet, but they were still better than nothing. So, I was, you know, not complaining, but they did fall apart. I had to throw them away after that trip. And uh, so, yeah, breaks in the rain as we're hiking up and this beautiful rainbow. I was just like, oh, this is what it's all about. And uh, it was really cool. I felt really proud. There was, it was an interesting emotion to feel during the trip. It was like, man, like people would be proud of me. Like I know my uncle and my grandpa would be really proud of me. 
um, my cousin Connor, you know, like the people that are, those are three people in my family that have that have passed, uh, you know, um, and uh, I'm like, man, they would think this is cool. They're 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 giving me kudos for this one, you know. It's just like I felt them a little bit, um, and uh, you know, just wanted to let that in and soak it in. And obviously, there was no distraction. It was so quiet and beautiful that uh, it was really easy to to just kind of get in touch with myself and. Um, and, uh, you know, just feel proud that I knew that I was going to get through it and it was going to be cool. Um, I, w- I was going to succeed in not dying, and, and I did that, and I got to come home, and hallelujah, man, that is good stuff. Um, and, yeah, just everything mattered. My toes were okay. Well, by the time we got out, so cold and just damp, but but so happy, you know. And then you get in this mentality where it's like, man, like, really, there's nothing but you stopping you from doing most of the things you do, you know, like in your day to day, uh, you know, maybe like, oh, it's, it's getting cold in the morning. So I don't want to run anymore. It's like after the Grand Canyon, your mentality is like, well, that's not stopping you. It's just an element, you know, that's just a condition, but you still have to choose what you do through the elements and the conditions that are, are there for you the ones that you have been dealt and what you deal with. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, hike your own Grand Canyons, whatever that is to you. Um, do it. Do it and be proud of it. Um, maybe get in touch with your ancestors um, and your, uh, your, your, your family and, and, uh, and your buddies. Um, it was really cool. I, I was very, very proud of my buddy for, for doing that. All right, so uh, time out. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. This was the year that uh, Emma's uh, class, first grade class, got to sing All I Want for Christmas is my two front teeth, and she didn't have her two front teeth. It was one of those great little parenting moments where you're like, wow, that's happening right now. That's happening right now. Um... All right, so we were about to host some friends, but real quick, I just wanted to notice on my phone today. So yesterday I went through and unsubscribed to a bunch of stuff um, in my email, and then today I was getting extra spam. I was like, damn, that was counterproductive. Um, I, I feel like maybe one of those motherfuckers in their unsubscribe link, it was actually like signing you up for more shit. I was like, oh, those tricky bastards, that shit castrate those motherfuckers that that is not cool man i'm trying to clean out the inbox tidy it up clear off the desk see you later 2016 what i want for christmas is my two front teeth i was never never ever able to do like that it's like the fast little fluttery stuff that like uh, black ladies do and like good singers um, and I'm, I'm doing like this with my hand. I'm like waving my hand up around my nose as if maybe something stinks. I'm like, ooh, you know, uh, doing that thing. Uh, baby. Uh, we used to practice it on this, uh, this, Mary, yeah, 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 yeah. Like pick each note out. Mary, yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's a, singing's fun. Singing's fun. I don't usually sing loud, but. Mary, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that's uh, that's all I know. You know, some oh the kids are getting rowdy downstairs. All right, we're gonna have company over. Um, I got some string cheese incident on in the kitchen. A little music rocking on downstairs, doing a little boogie doogie, a little bit of all right um what have i not gotten to yet had my parents up popping the microphone again you son of a bitch how dare you have you learned nothing um my parents over for christmas and the me now movement um those may have to wait for another time this is already getting kind of lengthy and it's been fun it's been real let's cut it off there and we'll talk about my parents being over for christmas and the me now movement next time um um yeah i gotta wrap this up all right let's keep it moving keep it moving everybody um onward and upward take those baby steps you know how you move a mountain one pebble at a time one pebble people just pick a pebble move it one pebble at a time. It's like taking care of kids is like a million tiny tasks. And you never really, you know, it's not anything too big usually. God willing. But it is it is a ton of tiny tasks. It's like doing laundry for little people. Do a full load of kids' clothes and you're folding. You're folding those clothes forever because they're tiny. They're tiny little pebbles but in a mountain of clothes. It takes a while but you got to start somewhere. Pick up that tiny little, that tiny little shirt Fold it up, that tiny little sock. And guess what? Over time, those socks are going to get bigger and those shirts are going to get bigger. And then your laundry's going to get bigger. And my kids are going to be bigger. And time is going to pass. And things are moving forward constantly and you can't stop that. But you know what you can do? You can pick your pebble. Pick your pebble. Peace, everybody. Thanks for letting me have fun with these. No, for real. I should uh, get a little serious here. Uh, 2016 has been an exciting uh, musical year for me and an exciting year for my family. Ups and downs, obviously, as, as uh, everybody has, but um, a lot of lot of things to be uh, celebrating and a lot of blessings to count. I, I hope it is the same for you. Um, pick a blessing. Pick a pebble. Um, no, really appreciate you letting me have fun on here. and um, I feel good about it feel good about it um it's making me want to stay cool so you guys stay cool too and uh catch you on the flip side Mary, yeah 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 uh-huh. and all acquaintance be forgot and Be forgot and land. Wait, I was supposed to wait till midnight. Oh, in a couple, in a couple days. Okay, shoot. Well, uh. We'll call that a practice one, but it's going to be tough to recreate that genius right there. That was some genius. It's too bad I wasn't in front of a group full of people doing that, because that would have been uh, that would have been just epic. They they really would have been in for a fun moment. No, in all seriousness, um, I was just being silly there. Um, getting to share my music uh, is a, is a fun thing for me. Um, it it really means the world to me when my music can have any sort of positive impact on, on somebody and, and just to be a type of music that they would like to engage with um, in their day day to day and uh, their daily life. 
Um, and uh, some of my songs are more serious than others. And I just, I love songwriting. It's a great outlet for me. And it's a way that I think I can put um, ideas out there that, that, you know, please, like, let's, let's engage um, about them. Um, it's really cool when people say, hey, I heard this song and here's how it, here's how it hit me. Um, that, that is really meaningful to me and it, because it's a true human connection and there's an intimacy there that, that emerges from the um, just sort of uh, casting a, a wide net and spreading a lot of seeds and throwing a lot of songs out there into the universe and a lot of musical experiences out there in the universe. And in that generality comes back specificity and comes back intimacy. So um, while some of this might seem a little silly and goofy and like, um, you know, maybe a little contrived or maybe a little bit desperate, I don't know, however you want to, however you want to frame it, I can guarantee you it's worth it um, to me and, uh, and hopefully just to, to some others. So uh, don't be a hater. And uh, I'm, I'm certainly going to work on not being a hater on myself because I've seen this bring positivity and I'm in togetherness and um, that's really my mission here, um, you know, to spread this and, and, and get people's ears around it because it, it just might help them um, and it just might help you, um, have, even if it's just have a better time. Uh, tap your toe, nod your head, enjoy some music. I'm just the, the vehicle, um, um, but then, you know, when I'm, when I'm writing down, uh, hopefully it's something that, that's worth writing and worth sharing and uh, you guys make it all worth sharing so really appreciate it all right peace love be with us all in uh, 2017 and as we wrap up here all right god bless peace and i wasn't on these music software i was still on my notes pad software so for, for real now now peace narrow road divides the road